Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources. And normally we'd go into another Think Again uh, segment as we look at uh, what's happening beyond the headlines today. Uh, but the headlines are happening right in front of us today. Uh, we were going to talk the, during this segment about uh, Joe Biden and his first trip abroad as president of the United States of America. He is speaking currently to U.S. troops in the United Kingdom. And rather than uh, go to some sound, we're going to go to the president live. So I want to thank you again for welcoming Jill and me today. It's great to be here in the U.K., but it's greater being here seeing you first. Seeing all of you is the best possible way to start this trip. Well, let me end where I began by saying thank you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I give you my word. Thank you all for what you do. Thank you all for your understanding that we're a nation based on values. Thank you all for protecting us all. May God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you, and God bless. You've been listening to President Joe Biden on his first foreign trip as President of the United States. Uh, Of course, the trip will begin uh, as it has in the U.K. It is fitting that he began by speaking to U.S. troops stationed there, uh, primarily Air Force, some Army uh, folks there as well. And uh, a fitting beginning to the trip. Uh, He'll have meetings there in the U.K. Uh, We'll then meet with uh, his uh, partners at the G7, and then, of course, uh, he'll round out that first international trip uh, with a one-on-one with President Vladimir Putin of Russia. And I I do, uh, again, subscribe to this idea at the water's edge that when the president is overseas, we can criticize, we can debate, we can have those things. How we do it matters, in my opinion. And it is always good to see our presidents of either political party being the commander-in-chief, Uh, talking to the troops, interacting with the troops, thanking the troops. I think it was significant that President Biden spent a a good amount of time in his address to the troops today, thanking them for their service, thanking their families for their sacrifice, and thanking all of them for living the principles that we profess to believe in this country and to fight for those, to stand for those, to sacrifice for those, uh, is so vitally important. So as we look at the trip, and uh, we're going to get into the communication strategy around a foreign trip like this, coming up at 2.35, you don't want to miss this, uh, former White House Press Secretary Dana Perino, of course, from Fox News, uh, she will be joining us uh, to take us behind the scenes. I-, I wanted to talk to Dana today, because when you look at this kind of trip, where the president's starting out in the U.K., uh, he'll be in Belgium, he'll be with uh, face-to-face with President uh, Vladimir Putin of Russia 
there is a messaging strategy to all of that. There are critical things that need to be communicated home and abroad to allies as well as to foes and enemies. And how do you orchestrate all of that? What is the strategy behind that? How do you put that together? And so Dana Perino is going to join us coming up at 235. You don't want to miss this today. Dana knows what it's like to be on Air Force One with the president on a foreign trip, figuring out the strategy. What's the message? What's the speech? What's the interviews with the press? What are the interactions with foreign leaders and dignitaries? Uh, So many things that uh, happen behind the scenes. So we're going to pull the curtain back for you a little bit coming up at 235 and get a little different perspective in terms of what might be going on behind the scenes as you watch President Biden on the world stage for the first time as president of the United States. One of the things that we know the president is going to address is going to be uh, the pandemic and vaccines. I was uh, first reported today uh, by the Washington Post uh, that there will be this significant announcement. We'd heard hints about it from sources in D.C. over the last couple of days that the president would use this trip as an opportunity to, to rally allies uh, and then to make some proclamations in terms of how underdeveloped countries or countries that were struggling to get vaccines uh, could receive those. And so the president will be making that announcement coming up here soon. There'll be uh, broader discussions, deeper discussions on the vaccine initiative uh, when he meets with his counterparts at the G7 uh, coming up in the next couple of days. So all of that's going to happen, uh, looking at how ending the pandemic, improving health security for all nations, all countries, uh, is going to help drive a very robust, inclusive global economy uh, as a real priority for the president. Uh, and for the country. I also think it's important to note that as the president uh, makes this trip, uh, he is clearly doing this in a manner, part of this strategy. This is part of what I want to talk to Dana Perino about later on today, is this is a build strategy from a communication standpoint. So he has started with the troops, will then go to uh, America's longest ally uh, in Great Britain, then to the G7, Uh, And then he'll have that conversation with Vladimir Putin. Now, why does that sequence matter? I think that sequence matters because all eyes, of course, are on the the Putin interaction. But I think what President Biden is going to do from a strategy standpoint is make this a global discussion. That he, when he speaks with Vladimir Putin, my guess is the word you are going to hear the most will be the word we referring to our allies. And so shoring those up at the G7 uh, and with uh, other NATO allies, uh, all of those are going to be absolutely vital to the president before he meets with Vladimir Putin and says, this is what we are committed to do. And I think that kind of changes the tone, changes the focus for sure of his interaction with Vladimir Putin. Of course, when President Donald Trump uh, went one-on-one, that was very much a head-to-head, mano-a-mano battle between those two personalities as well as political figures. Uh, And and so it's going to be very different. I think the feel will be very different uh, in terms of uh, how President Biden will go about this. Uh, Good, bad, or indifferent, it is going to be different. Uh, So that's going to be something we're going to continue to monitor and watch as we uh, go through today, tomorrow, and Friday, uh, looking at uh, the, the president's trip and what happens there Uh, The real defining question, uh, the president laid this out uh, even before he left, 
uh, and that is, can democracies come together to deliver real results for our people in a rapidly changing world? Uh, he actually uh, penned an, an op-ed today as, as he left uh, the United States, uh, again, saying his trip to Europe is about America rallying the world's democracy. And uh, his closing comments there once again were, will the democratic alliances and institutions that shaped so much of the last century prove their capacity against modern-day threats and adversaries? And the president concluded with, uh, I believe the answer is yes. And this week in Europe, we have the chance to prove it. And so that's what we're going to be watching for. That's what we're going to be debating and discussing uh, today, tomorrow, and Friday, and on into next week as we watch President Joe Biden on the world stage for the first time as president, how he interacts with uh, other allies and how those relationships are strengthened and forged. And again, how he deals with uh, some of our adversaries around the world. Remember that there are so many audiences for this trip uh, from individual voters right here at home uh, all the way up to our allies and our enemies around the world. So this is a fascinating thing to watch. We're going to take you behind the scenes as we continue on through the program today. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, our friend Scott Mitchell is going to join us in studio uh, to note the passing of Coach Jim Fossil, a great coach at the University of Utah, the New York Jet Giants, and uh, one who had a real influence on Scott Mitchell's life. Uh, Stay with us. That's coming up next on Inside Sources. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.